This podcast is not safe for work and will feature movie spoilers. It will feature scenes described of a graphic nature. It will contain language which most listeners may find offensive. Welcome to the podcast Under the Stairs. Hi everyone and welcome to the podcast Under the Stairs. This is bonus episode 114. I'm your host Duncan McLeish and welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. This bonus episode dropping to you on a Sunday um, is a review, special review of a Shudder exclusive. Now I've been doing a couple of these. We've already looked at Satan's Slaves. Um, We looked at Terrified, these movies that were announced to come to Shudder as exclusives after the formation of my 31 of October list and I can assure you right now, had I known in advance of making that 31 of October list, these movies would have certainly been in there instead. Uh, where possible, I try and check out Shudder, I'm terrible for it, I'm forever saying Shudder's a great service, go and check it out. I get a subscription for a reduced price because they tried to give me a year at half price at one point. Which may have run it by now, I might be back up to full price. That shows my ignorance on on how much I'm spending on streaming sites. I genuinely don't know. But uh, it's a site that I dip in and out of. Uh, to say that they are always putting out content that keeps me captivated would be a lie. But, you know, every now and again they have a run of things that are interesting. Or, you know, films that are coming off the festival buzz that have my attention. So today we're going to be looking at a very recent one, it was released just over a week and a half ago and it's called The Witch in the Window and that will be our feature review on this episode. But before we get to that, as always, a bit of house cleaning or housekeeping at the start of these episodes. This is your fourth and final episode of the week. Now I know you're about to go, ah. But when I then pivot and tell you that you are basically getting podcasts under the stairs episodes consecutively for the next five days, you might want to go ahead and hate me. That's right, Monday through Friday next week you will have a podcast under the stairs episode every single day. Now don't worry, they're not all going to be epic length. Uh, Some of them are going to be longer episodes, but most of them are going to be about the 45 minute mark. So you can relax, relax, chill out. Take a load off, ladies and gents. Coming on Monday, you will have the final episode of Bazoween as the Baz takes on Suspiria in episode number five. Closing out that pretty phenomenal series. I'm not going to lie. It's been one of my favourite things I've ever done with the Baz and we go out with a bang. So there we go. Also, coming on the Tuesday, you will get my movies 22 through 28 on my 31 of October list. Then on Wednesday, it's Halloween time. I've got something special planned for you, something I've never done before. I'll be honest with you, it might turn out to be a complete clusterfuck, but I'm going to give it my best shot and put it out as something a little bit different and maybe something we'll try as a new Halloween tradition moving forward for the show. 
on Thursday, you'll get a very special bonus episode. Myself and Andy Blockley will review the new Halloween movie. I'm just going to generally talk about the Halloween stuff. Um, kind of as I open and close to that episode, I'm going to talk about Halloween as a franchise. I know we covered it with the bands, but I'm going to get into a bit more detail about it and uh, yeah then you'll hear that review so that's coming on Thursday and then on Friday you will get the final the conclusion the last part of my 31 of October as I look at movies 29 through 31 on that list we'll then take Saturday off and then swing back in on Sunday 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 for the next installment of our 88 films Italian collection series looking at another jelly I'm looking forward to it give me that sweet 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 jelly but, before we get ahead of ourselves, before we jump into next week, let's close out this week in some fucking style, bitches. So I'm going to take a very short break just now. You're going to hear promos for shows that I love. You are going to hey, hear some music. Goddamn fucking funky low? music. Not That's enough what I'm going to play. About Goddamn movies in your life. Why not try? And then right after they that, you'll hear the trailer for The Witch in the Window. Exclusive on Shudder. I'll be back to review that movie and a whole hell of a lot right more. The world right after this. A better living. We have exploitation, we have Italian horror, we have zombies, we have slashers, we have crime films, we have spaghetti westerns, we even have sci-fi and sex comedies. So take a dose of... They must be destroyed on sight! As needed, and let the hosts, Lee Russell, Daniel Harper, Paul Romali, and the odd guest host, Cure What Ails Ya. Warning, may cause atrophy, African consumption, black fever, bone shave, chin puff, colic, cramp colic, Dropsy of the brain, elephantitis, grocer's itch, jaundice, mania, miasma, mortification, palsy, pox disease, rheumatism, scurvy, St. Anthony's fire, summer complaint, and worm fit in some people. Consult a physician before listening.
whose house? I'm flipping it. So they, they didn't tell you about her? This lady lived here when I was a kid. She died? Kind of someone. Think a lady. Please don't make me look at her. And welcome back. So you've just heard the trailer for The Witch in the Window. Now, this will be a non-spoiler review, a full non-spoiler review for this one. I think this, once again, might be one that you want to go and check out. Um, giving away my, my, my grade kind of ahead of the curve. I really enjoyed this movie, I thought it was really good. Uh, but, but, um, I'm not going to spoil things for you. I want to leave you teased that you might go and check it out yourself. So The Witch in the Window is written and directed by Andy Mitten. Now, let me tell you a little story about Andy Mitten. He's a guy that has two movies under his belt. Uh, one I loved, it made my top movies of the year last year. The other movie I fucking despised. To say, you don't hear me often rage on a movie, but very few things have made me as angry as Yellow Brick Road, which I saw at a festival screening about five in the morning, and I wanted to fucking claw my eyes out and perforate my eardrums with knitting needles. I hated that movie. It's a fucking waste of time, waste of space movie. Um, really, really, really did. And at that point, I was like that. Whoever, the, whoever made this movie can go and fuck themselves. And I want nothing, nothing from them moving forward. And then he released another movie which made its way to Shudder last year called We Go On. And everyone was talking about how great this movie was, and I was like, ah, sure it is. And they're like, no, 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 check it out, Duncan. I was like, yeah, sure it is. Yellow Brick Road Guy. Mmm, great. And they're like, no, go and check it out, honestly. And I, I watched it, and I really, really, really liked that movie. I thought it was very well done for very little money, very effective, a clever little haunted movie that dealt with kind of paranormal experiences, uh, clairvoyance, uh, communication uh, with what happens after you die in a way which I totally got behind uh, and it, world, it did this idea of world building that I loved really really quick and there was a lot of soul and a lot of heart in the characters for a movie that didn't have a lot of money it was really 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 well written so if you've never checked it we go on please go and check it out it's also available on Shudder but he's back again with this little movie called The Witch in the Window which he's been doing the rims and the festivals and uh, Shudder picked it up and uh, let me give you the cast. Uh, the cast of this movie, Arija Biekis. Uh, now, that is probably, most likely, most definitely pronounced wrong, and I apologise to that lady. Uh, Alex Draper, Charlie Tacker, Carol Stanzoni, uh, Greg Norton, Zach Jett, Molly Slothor, uh, Frankie Dunleavy, Naomi Fitton, Rebecca Fitton, and there's some other folk in this movie. The synopsis for this one is when Simon brings his 12-year-old son Finn to a rural Vermont to help flip an old farmhouse, they encounter the malicious spirit of Lydia, a previous owner. And now, with every repair they make, 
she's only getting stronger. Um, yeah, so I'm not going to spoil this one, but I'm going to say that I really like this movie. Very much like We Go On, what I think this movie does really well is um, really grimmed in the characters. There's not a character in this movie I dislike. In fact, on the other side, I pretty much liked every character, even the ghost. Uh, there's a, a, a certain reveal of the ghost later on, which a sentence in which they say, which I totally get behind and kind of pivots a lot of my feelings towards that entity in a way which I kind of loved. Um, I will say that the movie is definitely not as horror laden as We Go On or Yellow Brick Road. I would say maybe more leans into family drama with obviously the horror elements of uh, supernatural activity and, you know, the... the the, the, the jump scares the movie does have uh, but for for the first and foremost it's really about this flawed character trying to connect with his son who is starting to realise that the world isn't as innocent as his parents have kind of shielded him to think it is at 12 years old um, and this kind of flawed father who is trying to do something which he thinks will be able to protect and shield his family uh, from what he perceives as an infinite evil, which is the big city. Um, I think the casting is brilliant in this movie. I really got behind all the characters. Uh, I will say that Alex Draper as Simon, the father, is brilliant. Uh, captivating on screen, very emotional. Uh, conveys a lot in his facial expressions in a way that I get behind. Uh, Charlie Tacker as Finn, brilliant character as well. Uh, I, generally, kid actors can go one of two ways. Uh, he's certainly in the camp of kid actors who are kind of authentically like a kid but not obnoxious. Um, he is utilised in a couple of different ways which as a parent now looking at that character and his interactions with his father and what his father says about protecting him um, is very much at the forefront of my mind as a parent and at the same time I look at what my parents did when I was growing up and I can see a lot of the similar traits, uh, specifically white lies that your parents tell you. Um, so you don't have to worry about things because you're a kid and being a kid is about being a kid and growing up and learning shit. And your parents kind of firewall you to protect you from that, that you know, the, the real life stuff, the fucking horrible stuff that you grow into as an adult. So I think that's really... I thought that was really interesting. I thought it was a, an aspect of the movie that was explored really well. I love the setting. I think that the house is beautiful, albeit slash creepy, um, in some of the spaces. I thought the idea of the Lydia character was kind of brilliant. Uh, I, I liked how they utilised her. Now, I've read plenty of people are that not enough of the witch. So that kind of negates it from being an effective horror movie. I know where you're coming from. They don't really lean into that too much. I don't think they have to lean into it too much, if I'm honest. And actually, I'm quite glad they didn't. It kind of felt a bit more ref refreshing to spend time with the family, albeit at the cost of maybe jump scares or more scares within the movie. I can, I can see where they're coming from with that. Um, it's clearly shot on a budget. It has that kind of indie convention feel, but in a way where it wasn't like cheaply, cheaply shot. You know, it's, it's still beautiful and they certainly landed a really idyllic scenery to shoot the movie against. 
I think our characters that we interact with, the neighbour, Lewis, played by Greg Norton, is brilliant. Once again, a guy that conveys a whole ream of emotions on his face. Uh, and the more we dig into the mystery, the more I enjoy it. Um, at the end of the movie, I kind of saw come in, if I'm honest, but in a way where I kind of liked it, and I thought the end of the movie was really touching. In a way where, at the end of We Go On, um, I, I also... Like, really got behind that, really enjoyed that. Thought the end of that movie had a whole hell of a lot of soul as well. Um, and this one does the same. So they really kind of nailed, uh, Andy Mittens really kind of nailed that kind of morbidly weird but uplifting ending to a movie. Uh, he, he does it really, really well. The movie's like an hour and 17 long. This one trucks in pretty quick. By the time you take credits either side off, you're looking at about an hour and ten minutes for a movie. So there's no excuse not to sit down and watch this one. Like I say, I think it builds things up in a, a, a very conventional way. And yes, the scares are limited in this movie, but I think some of them are really effective. And they worked really, really well. And the, the mystery of what's going on in the house really captivates me. Uh, this idea that, you know, Simon is trying to create the nest for his family with this house um, and every improvement he's doing is only empowering the very evil within the house so he has to make this choice does he want to empower the evil or does he want to do something uh, universally good for his family I think it's really really clever how he does that and like I say the family dynamic in the movie I think is done really 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 well I think Andy Mitten is an interesting guy now because like I say I didn't like Yellow Brick Road I hate it um, so to say didn't like undersells how much I did not like that movie I just thought it was obnoxious um, and he but I know people that like it I know people that did like it and got behind it um, that being said I now have seen two movies back to back from this guy that I think show a really good skill as not only writing but as directing and as a writer director I'm really interested in what he's doing um, so much so that I you know I'm actively interested about what his next project might be, what he's going to be doing, where can I see it? And I love the fact that Shudder is putting his titles out as well, giving them a really good audience to watch them because a lot of people that have Shudder are people that go to film festivals. So I, I know that we all have that experience of what that feels like. And this kind of works within those realms as well. Um, I think he's really good at, well, now he's very good at delivering these kind of heartwarming family stories but with this tinge of sorrow in the background, which I think is difficult to pull off without becoming a wholly depressing entity to sit down and watch. I think he gets the balance spot on. He does it really, really well, and I, I really like that aspect about it. Um, yeah, The Witch in the Window is a good movie. It's a really good movie. I don't think it's as good as We Go On, uh, which is a movie that easily got a five from me. I thought that movie was great. This one lands at four. I really like this one. And I would highly recommend it. Just don't go in expecting the scariest movie of the year. Go in expecting a kind of... A movie that evokes the same sort of feelings I got when I watched something like The Innkeepers. I think The Witch in the Window exists in that world. It's not as scary as Innkeepers. But it has a kind of quirky tone about a kind of uh, a morbid fascination with with um, with death that exists in the background uh, whilst in the front you have just people interacting in ways which feel realistic 
um, kind of real world conversations and that's where The Witch in the Window exists for me. I thought it was a very good movie and hopefully you go and check it out. Like I say, ain't a scary movie but a bloody good one at that. Four out of five on the Netflix scale. Right, we take my final break just now. When I come back, I'm closing out the show. Doing it right after this. You're listening to the podcast Under the Stairs. And you've been listening to the podcast Under the Stairs. It's been bonus episode 114. We've been looking at The Witch in the Window, exclusively available on Shudder. Please go and check that movie out. I gave it four out of five. Woo! Right, um, this is your final episode of the week. Like I said, five episodes coming up, one after another, consecutively, each day. Uh, Monday through Friday and the week upcoming so plenty of content for y'all and it all kicks off tomorrow with Bazoween episode number 5 Baz Tackles Suspiria there's a multitude of ways to check out podcasts under the stairs as always I say come across to Apple Podcasts subscribe to the feed that way you get the shows as and when they drop access to the entire back catalogue of T-Putt content but don't stop there leave us a little rating and a review ratings for example five stars the more of them we get the higher that change charts were pushed for people to find the show reviews are your words to potential new listeners eyes telling them why they might want to check out what i'm doing under the stairs they take seconds for you to write and they really do mean the world to us and they really are the best way to support the show you can also do a little bit of word of mouth. Why not? Why not? What you got to lose? Shunned by your peers, ostracised by your friends. You never know, you may be heralded as a champion, raised above their head and carried around like a king for a day. That's what might happen if you utilise a little bit of word of mouth. You can check out the show on Stitcher Smart Radio, SoundCloud, the Google Play app, as well as the TuneIn app. You can visit our website, it's tputzcast.com. You can click the merch tab there or go direct to our merch site. It's tputzcast.bigcartel.com. There's a few enamel pins left of the Bazaween persuasion. I think there's about 15 left. Um, there's like about two T-Pugs pins. There's some posters left. Year 2 Void posters and Year 3 Baz V Horror posters over there. All that money comes right back to fund what we do under the stairs. And you get something cool out of the transaction. So why not? Be bold, be risky, be great, buy something, support the show. And um, you can also check us out on Facebook. We have two pages, our group pages, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash cast. It's where the group connects together. It's like a hive mind of posters, trailers, comments on movies, what people are watching for the 31 of October, uh, people post polls. There's a whole hell of a conversation. It's done respectfully and with great fun and everyone gets along. There's about 600 members here now and you can be a member too. We also have a Facebook page. It's facebook.com forward slash tputzcast. Um, that one doesn't have a group in it. I almost stumbled over it. Facebook.com forward slash tputzcast. That's where the live streams happen. The Thursday Thursdays. The Instagram connects it. The merch connects it. Uh, come across. I post some stuff over there. I've been laxed on my video introductions and outros for the 31 of October because I still have the flu. I've been slammed with this for about two weeks now. And as you can hear in my voice, after a certain point, my voice starts to give out on me. Shamefully, uh, doing videos have not been a good idea. So I've kind of held back on that in favour of recording stuff to put out. 
So, you can also interact with the bands on the Twin Prongs of Social Media Sexiness. Instagram and Twitter both can be followed at DputzCast. Yeah, five episodes, one a day, Monday through Friday. Coming up, ladies and gents, kicking off with Bazoween, episode five. Baz V, the long-awaited challenge of Suspiria. And until then, wherever you are, whatever the time zone is, and whatever you're up to in this big bad world of ours, please take care of yourselves out there. This is Duncan McLeish broadcasting live from under the stairs, and I am signing off.